till I'm free and I'm bound. Ain't nothing I can take me down. I'ma find another way around. Roblox won't stop me now. Hey you guys, this is Byron Alexander and Tammy Chase coming at you with another episode of Off Kilter No Filter and this week we are talking about 1990s TV shows which includes sitcoms, yes. uh, docu-series, my favorite cartoons <laughs> and a mishmash of all three because the 90s for whatever reason were lit. <laughs> well, at least for me, I was a kid, so everything sort was of, awesome. Yeah. But yes, yeah. 1990s TV shows. Mm-hmm. Join us for this conversation. Yes, hello, <laughs> yes, yes. So what I did was yesterday at work because I don't, I don't, I don't work at work. Who works at work? <laughs> and I'm a teacher. That's the fucking the weird thing. Is terrible. <laughs> I'm just working on my podcast anyway. So I made a long ass list about. Uh, you know, TV shows and stuff that came out in the 90s. What I noticed was hard for me to do was, um, are we talking 1990 to 1999 or 1990 to 2000? Do they start in the 90s and then are able to end in the 2000s? Or do they have to be just in the 90s? Oh, no, they can, they, they can start in the 90s. Well, uh, we'll even qualify it and say like, I, even if they started in the late 80s and went through the 90s. Okay. All right. Because um, I do have fine. some. Yeah. I do have some that started like 1989 and then mm-hmm. moved into the 90s. And I do. The only thing I limited myself on for the 1990s was I, I didn't do something that started in 99 and then went through the mm-hmm. 2000s because I thought that was too much 2000s. Okay. So, so oh. I, I left some stuff off on, uh, on those, but my list is extensive. Okay. It's extensive. Well, I will say something like Friends, for example, yeah. that started in the 90s and then mm-hmm. ended in 2004. Okay. That qualifies for the yeah. list. That's fine. Right. Yeah, that one I have. But if it started okay. in 1999 and went to like 2015, I did not count that one because the bulk of okay. it is not a 90s TV show. The bulk mm-hmm. of it is a 2000s, 2000s, 10. I did, yeah. though, include South Park, because it's been on for like 30 oh, years. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I did not include Family Guy, though, because Family Guy started in 1999, and here we are, mm-hmm. 2020, and it's still on. So it's a 2000s. It's a, you know. Would, would an outlier be The Simpsons? Because it had a run. It started in 87, and then ran, and well, it's still running. Yeah. So the... I guess what we'd have to qualify certain seasons of The Simpsons. Not necessarily. I think I think you could do that, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't think so. I think that one that I think that one would count. Yeah, just because okay. because it it has been on so it's like one of the longest running. It's thirty three years times. old. Oh God! Mm-hmm. I remember when that. I'm show sorry, came out. this. The Simpsons is as old as I am. I have a kindred <laughs> connection to The Simpsons. Yes, yes, you do. I can't make that Simpsons money, but you know, hey, what the hell? <laughs> I remember when that came that when the Simpsons came out. You know, as little short cuts off on a uh, on Tracy Ullman, uh, mm-hmm. the Tracy Ullman show, and then they got their own show, and they've been so influential, right? And it's oh, it's yeah. there's a running joke between the Simpsons and uh, the two other major animated more adult shows and that would be South Park and Family Guy but definitely well both actually because 
whenever South Park or Family Guy would come out with something, somebody would go, oh, the Simpsons did it five years ago. And, <laughs> and Seth MacFarlane, of course, has always said something about, about how the Simpsons always seem to get a jump on stuff. And mm-hmm. that's why they made a crossover uh, episode yes. yeah, between Family Guy and, and, and Simpsons because of that. And South Park's mm-hmm. kind of been the same thing. But the difference is is South Park will will do, and I'm mentioning South Park because they are on my list because they do, you know, start uh, during that time period, the, during the 90s also. Mm-hmm. And South Park will tackle, like they started in 97, and they will tackle the same type of stuff that Simpsons does, only they take it, you know, that South Park further, kind of right. <laughs> crossing the line kind of thing, which... You know, for some people, you kind of have to slap them in the face with that, but... <laughs> True. But I think the Simpsons well, count. Well, the Simpsons, the, the writers, the creators of it, they're from the future, so that's why they do everything. <laughs> like, it's like, how did you do that? Like, I swear, <laughs> one of the episodes, Lisa um, goes to a... a a Native American casino. Mm-hmm. Well, the the family goes, and then she runs into like one of the uh, uh, one of the staff who sends her on a vision quest. I mean, this is like ninety seven, eight. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that episode was. Anyway, um, and so she she goes on her on or she has her her vision quest or what may have you, and she sees her future, and she's the president, and she's president after Donald Trump. <laughs> Mind you, this is 1997, mm. and she makes the joke that yes, this country, or like we have to do, um, we have to do like a lot of economic repair because um, this country is bankrupt after President Trump. <gasps> and I'm like, 1997. So when Trump got elected, did somebody look at Matt Groening and say, "What the fuck, man? I'm I, what look. the fuck? How did you fucking? <laughs> why didn't you warn a bitch, man?" I, I think he, he did, did in yeah. 1997. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> that was the whole point of that. Duh. I'm off my game like, on this Saturday night. That's <laughs> okay. I've been up since 205. So, I'm yeah. close behind you. I've been up since 445. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but anywho. <laughs> Yeah. So 90s cartoons. So yeah, The Simpsons, yes. um, mm-hmm. Not Family Guys, South Park. Uh, well, what else? Um, I, I'm, South Park is counted. I meant. Um, yeah. Um, Cheers. Maybe. No, maybe. No, Cheers, Cheers is more 80s. Yeah, it is really more 80s. Well, I mean, I I have like I said, I have an extensive list here, but I think, um, let's see. The ones that started in the 90s and ended in the 90s, if we, we'll talk about those, maybe first just kind of touch on some of those. Obviously, um, it would be mm-hmm. like Sister Sister started yeah. in the started in 94 and in 99. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't have dates for all of these. I stopped after a while. <laughs> first, Fresh <laughs> Prince of Bel-Air, um, definitely. Oh, yeah. And then Home Improvement. Um, okay. Let's see. Those, those kind of things that, you know, started step by step. Um, yeah. Wings. Oh, yeah, TGIF. Yes. Yeah, right. So, but some of the better ones started the 90s and then continued on into the 2000s. Um, mm-hmm. I do want to, I'm going to make a mention about Friends. I, I have to. Uh, okay. I did, I did like Friends, don't get me wrong. And Friends kind of bookends my children, meaning 
Uh, it started in 1994, and that's when Liz was born. And it ended in 2004, which is when Liam was born. So <laughs> I just, I find that interesting. Uh, yes, I have two children that are born in two obviously different decades, two different centuries, and two different millennia. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of, and they're only 10 years apart, but, but mm. friends, um, it, it was, it was great for its time, but if, if upon watching it in 2020, let's just say really mm. last time I watched it, I think it was 2019, but it doesn't matter. Same thing. So, you know how some TV shows, um, older TV shows can you know, can cross the time, right? I mean, they're they're still relevant for whatever mm -hmm. reason. Uh, you can still enjoy them. Uh, Friends has a lot of cringy moments in it for the <laughs> <laughs> for the twenty twenties, but definitely you know from I'd say about twenty ten on, but really for the last couple times because. Well, okay. Only two of the characters on that show are dynamic characters, meaning they make changes in their life to become mm -hmm. better people. All the other characters are very static. They pretty much stay the same way. Mm -hmm. um, it is one of the most non-diverse shows. Uh, there's only three black people on there. Yeah, only three I can think of right off the top of my head. Only two of them, mm -hmm. only... Only one of those black people has any kind of, of role that goes beyond maybe one or two episodes. Mm. There's only one Asian person. There are no other types of people besides white people. Mm. And, of course, it doesn't represent, like, most of anything, which we all know sitcoms don't. Right. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. I think that's the the criticism of it because it's like you're in new york mm -hmm. so there's nobody there it's new york <laughs> i never watched friends honestly i never got into friends that it, it always friends and like seinfeld mm -hmm. never i didn't did like it seinfeld. for me i really i, I guess maybe i was too young for seinfeld but i never found seinfeld funny seinfeld they were they were yelling too much and they were they were always arguing and both TV shows, I guess, might be slightly indicative of the 1990s in that they are very whiny and very, <laughs> <laughs> right, very whiny and very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? That they talk, that, that they say millennials are, which I disagree, entitled. What, slackers? Yes. Oh. Slackers, they too, because about... in, yeah. in fact, in, in one of the episodes in Friends, they make that comment. I guess maybe people mm -hmm. had talked about the fact that, you know, supposedly they have jobs, but they're, they're mm -hmm. always not at their jobs. And then, so mm -hmm. somebody said they were all sitting on their couch in the coffee shop and somebody said, you know, something about how it's 11 o'clock in the morning and they were all sitting in a coffee shop and then they all went, Oh God, I get back to work. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, that's to me, that's, you know, Seinfeld was the same way. You know, they, there's these, these, you know, Generation Xers. I mean, actually, Seinfeld, they're a little bit older, but definitely friends. They're all my age. They're all mm -hmm. Generation Xers. And they're all just whining and complaining about a whole bunch of stuff that is just so inconsequential for anything. It, mm -hmm. None of it meant anything. 
And it, it was a fun show for a while, for its time, I guess. Glad it ended after 2004, you know, after 10 years. Because that was not a sustainable thing. Because now they're all in their 30s, pushing 40, you know. Or they're about 35, close enough. And it, it wouldn't have made sense. And the only thing I really liked about Friends was the character Chandler Bing and his jokes. Like most everything else, because his jokes are kind of quotable to me. But everything else, I mean, it 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 was fun for its time. But yeah, now watching it, it's like, mm. okay. I just you know, I, I never got into mm-hmm. Friends. There was one episode where it was a flashback, <laughs> um, and they kept calling her Fat Monica. Oh, Fat Monica and... was was okay. I, I will say it, Fat Monica is a good character. I, I I like it her. was I like and Fat it was Monica. funny. That was funny with <laughs> that and that some. One of one of the flashbacks, I guess she like cuts off Chandler's toe by mistake. Yes. I mean she didn't do it on purpose, mm-hmm. but like right. she dropped the knife or something it, yeah. and cut off his toe. And that was actually pretty funny. So I do remember that. And I think I tried watching Friends after that because I was like, okay, maybe you know I missed this show, or whatever. And, and gr- granted, when I saw that episode, I was I don't know twelve, thirteen, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was like, ah, eh, maybe I'll give it a try or whatever. And I watched a couple other episodes. It's just like, no. No, no. I mean it has its moments. I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not bashing any any right. show really. Other than to say, like Seinfeld was not funny. It, I didn't he, think he it would was open funny his when the show opened. I guess he'd mm-hmm. do stand up and stuff, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. and he'd close the show doing stand up, and the joke they just weren't funny. It's like yeah. Yeah, okay, whatever. Well, the show wasn't um, funny. Again, they were whiny and they were always mm-hmm. just yelling and screaming, and I really hated some of those characters. I really hated <laughs> George Costanza. I hated that character so much. He was so obnoxious, so whiny, and I just ugh, <laughs> I hated that character. Not the actor, of course, <laughs> at all. Not the mm. actor because you know I'm not that person. I can separate actors from their their uh, characters. characters but i did not like the character he played that character mm. very well if it was supposed to piss me off because it did <laughs> <laughs> well they always say seinfeld is a show about nothing like exactly. even seinfeld himself says yeah. that and it's like yeah i guess maybe that's why I'd, i never really got it it's just like there's there's nothing happening and then there's the whole elaine dance thing and it's just like mm-mm, stop stop mm-mm. especially somebody who likes to dance that is hard to watch yeah i'm it just is. saying it is. um yeah one of the shows one of the many shows mm-hmm. that um that i grew up with or, or that i i really fell in love with it started in 97 I loved Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It See, ended in two thousand and three, oh, so yeah. I guess it's kind of like I knew you were it's in that gray Buffy. area. It's in the gray area because it started in ninety seven, but no, I guess it works. It really... That that fits the that fits because again, yeah. there's lots of other shows that start that late that I you know I I left on my list. But again, I stopped writing down dates after a while because I I have you know, uh, King of the Hill starts in nineteen ninety seven. Mm-hmm. And I, I really liked King of the Hill because it's just so, ugh. Yeah. Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> and again, yeah. <laughs> right. And again, South Park starts in 1997. So I think they count. I think they, they okay. there's still a spirit of the 90s in 1997. True. You know, it's, yes. it's still, yeah. that's, that's, you know, I don't think of 1992 fully when I think of the 90s because that's still, God, there's still a lot of 
80s ooze over, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's why 2000, the year 2000, 2001, there's still a lot of 90s ooze over for me, so. That's true, yeah. And I think, um, well, like, even in the last episode, we mm-hmm. said, like, you know, like, New Jack Swing, for example, started mm-hmm. in 88 and kind of carried to 92, 93. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Exactly. Um, it, like, so... I had Buffy the Vampire mm-hmm. Slayer, but I did not have Dawson's Creek. I, I didn't, didn't get into I didn't that. Watch them. Yeah. That was or, too young um, for me. Because okay, let's remind our our listeners <laughs> <laughs> that I was a grown up in the 1990s. <laughs> I know I have a very young voice. Yeah, but <laughs> yes. I'm 51. So for me, the 1990s, I was I was a grown ass adult. You know, grown ass woman <laughs> had a had a child in 1994. So for me, even Buffy was a little bit. It was harder for me to watch because I have mm. I had to be careful a lot of times, uh, what I would watch because I did have a child. You know, so it was like I can't mm-hmm. just you know sit down and because I didn't know, you know, because 1997 she's three are vampires and werewolves and stuff on Buffy going to scare her, you know? And <laughs> right. it was it was not geared to me. I was not the demographic at the age of, you know, 27, 28. Mm-hmm. I was not the demographic of Buffy. I regret not watching it. In fact, I'll, you know, probably pop up, you know, find a couple episodes. Where'd you say that they were? Were they Hulu or Netflix? I, or? I believe it's on Hulu okay. now. It was on Netflix, but it last mm-hmm. I saw it, it wasn't. It I don't know if it like comes and goes. I swear, because okay. you know Netflix is always like curating its mm-hmm. uh, its catalog. I believe it's on Hulu. Right. Okay, I think. Because I mean, there's a whole culture that's wrapped around Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and I feel, mm-hmm. you know, being being a, a fan of supernatural and stuff, I kind of feel. A little mm-hmm. left out a lot of times because of that. <laughs> um, but they should have. Oh, it's just funny. I'm sorry you said that. They should have did a crossover yeah. with Buffy and Supernatural. I know they can't because Buffy's not on anymore and whatever. But it just would have been cool to see. And just soon saying, Supernatural, they, Supernatural will be crossed over with Scooby Doo for crying out loud. They can cross over with Buffy the Vampires <laughs> later. <laughs> That's true. Anyway. What about Buffy did you like? <laughs> Tell me what you liked about it, though, because that way I can, I can have a heads up. Oh, my gosh. All right. So um, I'm going to kind of geek out a little bit. Sure. Please do. <laughs> um, Buffy, it was fun. It, 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 was, it was fun to watch. It was interesting. Some of the things that they talked about, of course, having it, um, the villain of the week format, mm-hmm. um, it would always talk about... Uh, uh, what's the word on the pertinent issues, but of course through the lens of the supernatural and, and yeah. superheroics. Um, and of course, when you're in high school, the world is ending every other Friday. So with <laughs> Buffy and her friends, uh, <laughs> literally the world is ending every, every season. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, and it, a couple of times are crying out loud. Um, <laughs> so there, there, there is that. And then watching the growth of, of the characters and like C.S. Buffy of course is the superhero and then there's another character Xander who has no superpowers it's it's the conversation of like what does Batman bring to the Justice League everybody mm-hmm. else has superpowers and here he is what do you do right. and so there's Xander who doesn't have any superpowers um, and it's an episode called Zeppo where it's like you know you're just kind of here you don't do anything mm-hmm. and so the whole episode focuses on him 
um, actually saving the world from like some subplot uh. while Buffy while Buffy and um, the other characters are saving the world from uh, the Hellmouth. Apparently, mm-hmm. it's it's a funny episode. It's one of the. It's kind of like how Supernatural uh, has its funny episodes. Yeah. Um, the off each episode. Season. Yeah. Yeah. So kinda it's a relief this, it's, episode. Yeah, so it's it's in that same vein, or I guess Supernatural is doing what Buffy did anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. Um, the the one episode that's a fan favorite is um, in season four, episode ten, titled "Hush." Um, that's the one where everybody loses their voice, mm-hmm. and um, it, it, it's a really fun. It's a really fun episode. The background on it, long story short, is that. Um, the the show would always get critical praise for its dialogue um, because it was witty and quick mm-hmm. and so on and so forth and Joss Whedon's like well yeah but these guys can also act and they can you know really bring it when, when they need to so he's like alright if you think all that we can do is talk I'll take it away and that episode showcased how you could tell a story with with minimal dialogue because the only time the characters talk are at the beginning and the end of the episode. Um, Interesting. And so throughout the episode, it it's it it's the reason why I love it so much is because it it frames it in a way that there's a lot of things that get lost in communication. Mm-hmm. Yes, we we speak the same language and and we have like these cultural norms and and things. But once speech is taken away, now you have to really communicate. There's a lot of stuff that we don't communicate through speech. We lie to each other. We mask things. We, you know, we say we're great and we're not, you know, things like that. All things we know. But that was that was um, that's what this episode was was getting at, because, of course, with it being melodrama, Buffy has the hots for the college guy. Because by this by this point in the series, she's in college, and so she has the hots for um, her a college guy, and the college guy has the hots for her. And they don't talk about it. That's the beginning of the episode. They kind of dance around it, and then now that they can't talk. Um, now they have to show their true emotions. And of course, with it being a superhero show and there's no spoilers because mm-hmm. this is like 20 some years old. Yeah, right. It's still a damn good episode. Right. So watch it's it. But anyway, right. Well, she's the slayer, of course. And mm-hmm. then he works for um, a secret government organization and they can't tell each other. She's supposed to keep her identity secret. He's supposed to keep his identity secret. And of course, in this episode, it comes to the four that, oh, she's the slayer. Oh, he's a government agent. What the fuck? <laughs> but they they don't they don't talk. Right. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the episode, now that they have their um, their the ability to speak, they don't. That's why I love that episode. You started off with all of this noise, literal mm-hmm. noise of just, you know, oh, my God, he likes me. Oh, my gosh, she likes me. Or he's cute. She's cute. Da, 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 da. You're just talking in circles right. and you're not really communicating um, the truth. Once that's taken away, now they really discover, OK, yes, I do feel this way about you because, of course, they kiss in the episode and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And um, and then they find out each other's secret identities. And then at the end of the episode, because, of course, this is villain of the week, they defeat the villain. They get their voices back. 
And now they need to talk. And they says like, okay, so we need to talk. And then they just stare at each other saying nothing. Saying That's nothing. the whole point. That's why I love that show. That episode in particular, like it kind of put me on a path um, with storytelling and like yeah. how you could tell a story. Um, and, and the reason why I love the series so much is just the formatting of it, the framing of it, having a big bad each season, um, your main antagonist who, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. does the overarching, um, the overarching story, whether like um, each villain of the week either works for the, for the primary antagonist or if, it, even if one of the villains of the week end up becoming the main antagonist, the big bad for the season. Right. That was really cool. And that's, that's part of my writing process um, with uh, my, with my story. I don't want to say that here. Cause you know, it's not trademarked yet, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's part of um, my process and, and how I do things. So it's very influential mm-hmm. um, when it comes to, uh, being a creative person and, and um, yeah, I don't know. I, I highly recommend that show for any, for anyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it, it's really fun. Well, yeah. So, I mean, Buffy, you know, worked for you and I, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I regret that I didn't watch it, but I was right. in a different life path at the time. The nineties was okay. I have to, I have to say, okay, my probably favorite I'll, let's talk about animation first. Well, listen to me first. <laughs> Next, let's talk about some animation because um okay. Well, before that, I do want to say something about Frasier versus, you know, Friends. Okay, Frasier mm-hmm. obviously spin-off from Cheers. But the thing about Frasier that's different than Friends, they came out, well, Frasier came out about a year before Friends, but they ended the same year. Uh the thing that I noticed about Frasier is I, I've rewatched all of them. They were on Netflix. Uh, and uh, they held up. The fashion obviously did not. <laughs> as far as, you know, what they're wearing. Because there was an awful lot of olive drab in the 1990s. But uh, as far as the jokes are concerned and the topics and stuff, mm. it, it, it held up. The jokes are funny. And I think part of it is because... Uh, when Friends started, they were young, young adults, right? Mm. Off of New York, doing their thing, right? When Frasier starts, Frasier is a grown-ass man, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Pushing middle age. So there's like a different, I don't know, a different thing there. And, you know, okay. it's psychology. What, what, what is not funny about psychology? <laughs> it holds up the whole way. You know, which, I mean, even, even, his, even the theme song is about psychology you know the tossed salads and scrambled eggs guess who they are oh. they're the callers yeah um see i didn't watch yeah maybe i hear the blues are calling tossed salad and scrambled eggs that's that's the that's the that's people the who are calling into their problems to his that makes show. sense right. okay okay um <laughs> i okay i can't take credit for knowing that myself uh, well i mean it makes my, sense when you say it out loud doug, my, <laughs> yeah doug my husband had to tell me that the last time we rewatched them <laughs> so you know i'm like i've been around this world how long and how long have i been watching the show and still did not know that that's okay i still don't know how to get to sesame street so you know <laughs> I am. Well, if you're in Michigan, you can watch Sesame Park, which is the Canadian version. 
Anyway, <laughs> that's a different show. That show, Sesame Street, it's a different show, and that started the same year I was born. So we're not going to talk about that show that's been on for 51 years. Hey. <sighs> More power to hey. them. You have hey. Sesame Street, and I have The Simpsons. Look at that. Okay, there you go. So The Simpsons, you got 20 more years to go. <laughs> <laughs> Before you're the longest running anything. Anyway, so that's enough about Frasier. I just I just want to say that that the the jokes for that one do stand up. They mm-hmm. they do hold their their. I mean, some of them obviously are dated, right? Because you have to have like current things going through a show, right? right. But for the most part, almost all of it is is pretty timeless. Uh, again, other than fashion. Um, the rest of it is all pretty timeless. And the fashion isn't even that bad either. It's not like watching like Happy Days. If uh, anybody but me on this planet remembers Happy Days, right? I remember um, Happy Days. Yeah, you remember <laughs> seeing all the... The reruns, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> For those that don't know, uh, I can't believe I have to explain briefly Happy Days. Happy Days is a show in the 1970s about the 1950s. We'll just leave it at that. Go Google it. That's what fucking Google's for. <laughs> but I want to talk about some animation. Oh, yes. Because the 90s were um, an interesting combination when mm-hmm. it comes to animation to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have things like the Animaniacs. And you have things like uh, Rugrats, by the way. Which Yes. Yeah, I know I didn't watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But I had a baby a, who became a toddler who became, you know. A small child and Rugrats was on in my household. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. love Rugrats. Yes. Um, also with that recess and uh, Hey Arnold mm-hmm. and Arthur. Yeah. And Courage the Cowardly Dog. Damn, that one is fucked up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it though. That one is like I think that one was more for teenagers and grownups. Speaking think- of which. Things like, you know, Beavis and Butthead, yeah. Pinky and the Brain. You know, uh, which one am I missing? It's along that line. Angry Beavers, Ren- Daria. Ren and, Ren and Stimpy. Yes, yeah. Ren and Stimpy. So those those are more for teenagers and stuff. But mm-hmm. I have to, I have to, and I'm, I'm just saying these and, you know, we can talk about any of them that you'd like. But, mm-hmm. uh, and then, of course, Rocco's Modern Life, which yes. my daughter's dog was named after that, after that TV show, even though she wasn't the one that named him. <laughs> but I just, I just have to, I have to do the shout out for one of my favorites and one of my daughter's favorites. Cause again, she was a young girl is the Powerpuff Girls. Of course. The Powerpuff Girls were a fucking amazing. <laughs> and the thing that is so weird is it's so fucking creepy at the same time. <laughs> because Mojo Jojo, this, this brilliant, but psychotic monkey, right? Who come to find out is the professor's first child mm-hmm. before he creates the Powerpuff Girls. Then <laughs> you have the creepiest, one of the creepiest villains of all time, the transvestite, mm-hmm. transsexual, don't know, him, him, with a capital H. And <laughs> I remember watching it one time, and my daughter's watching it, and we're watching it, and him is on, and then one of my exes friends or whatever comes in and goes what the hell is that I can't believe you're letting her watch that and I'm like first of all who are you <laughs> go the fuck away and secondly it's I like it <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna watch it but 
the Powerpuff Girls themselves, I love the whole girl empowerment with it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the boys... What were what, who were Oh, the rowdy uh, rough boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I liked how they were the, you know, the the villains sometimes. <laughs> but I just it... I don't know. I love that show. I love the, I love the way it looks. I love the way it was written. I just I like that show. I like the Powerpuff. The Powerpuff Girls started as a short because it was included with. Um, Cartoon Network at the time, the Cartoon Network, mm-hmm. Nickelodeon, because um, those are the two major ones for for kids. I didn't have Disney, mm-hmm. so maybe Disney did this too. But um, they would have um, like cartoon blocks where they would play shorts. Um, I guess it'd be it was kind of like it's it's the same way that um, up and coming uh, artists or performers, entertainers are put on like CD samplers basically. So like mm-hmm. they have like whatever their hit single is. So it'd be the same thing with, um, with the cartoons at the time, like the power, it was the pop of girls um, and a couple of others. And they just had like a five or 10 minute short. And it, mm-hmm. and it was like in a 30, a 30 minute cartoon block or whatever. And it was like 96, I think. Um, Because the first episode, the first time I saw the Powerpuff Girls is when Bubbles and Fuzzy Lumpkins, he he had a gun that turned things into fried chicken and he turned her hair into fried chicken um, and pissed her the hell off. So she she went up in there and and whooped that ass. (laughs) And that that was basically it until what, 97, 98, I think, Mm -hmm. or whenever the Powerpuff Girls, the series started. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I remember the Powerpuff Girls or whatever. And then that that stayed on until at least the early 2000s, if I remember correctly. Yeah. because I've seen like different iterations and they need to stop doing that. Stop, stop changing the style of the Powerpuff Girls or yeah. Ben 10 or whatever. Because it, it just looks terrible. Stop it. Stop mm-hmm. it. Well, Leave it alone. Did that with, they did that with Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Uh, they went from the 1940s, you know, the, the World War Two kind of. Mm-hmm. And yet we all know, we all know those cartoons are racist. We get that. Yeah. But the aesthetic went from that hand-drawn animation Mm-hmm. More to like the the nineteen seventies uh, kind of Hanna Barbera almost not Hanna Barbera. What am I thinking? No, a different one. But anyway, uh, it <laughs> went it went from looking dimensional almost mm-hmm. to flat. Yeah, and I hate it when they do that. And I, I I know what you're talking about because I think they did that to um, when they tried to bring back some of the Warner Brothers stuff. Okay. And they 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 used more of a modern uh animation. It just it it didn't work in my opinion. I'm gonna put a pin in that. Because we yeah. can talk about animation in yeah. depth. Yeah, I I think so. Yeah. I think you're right. I'll yeah. put a pin Let's in go ahead that, and um Hey, I yes. do wanna I do wanna Okay, so <laughs> I have to say this and if anybody argues with me, they're wrong. <laughs> um, as a grown up, I have to say I learned a lot from from the Frizz, Miss Frizzle, and Magic School Bus. Yes. The original ones in the nineteen nineties. Yes. I, I learned so much from that. I love, <laughs> I love that, that show. show. 
Yes. If I was a science teacher, man, I'd be showing that daily. Gosh. It's, it's so awesome. I learned a lot from the magic school bus. I miss I the magic school bus. Yeah. What they, else? I mean, okay, this is this is more your decade in a way. True. Especially with animation. Well, so what what's on your plate? Got, well, definitely... Uh, hello, uh, Batman the animated series because I yes. started in '92. Yeah, Bat- Batman was the first superhero I was um, introduced to with the Michael Keaton movie, and uh, then it the was best Michael one. Ke- I'm sorry, I mm-hmm. personally think that's the best one because I do not like the Dark Knight series with what's his name, Christian, Christian Bale. Who's a, what's his name? Yeah, I don't like those. <laughs> sorry, but I I personally like I, I like. Michael Keaton's Batman, he mm-hmm. killed people. He did. <laughs> yeah. As a he kid, did. I didn't realize it because, well, and, as a kid, course, you don't have a concept Prince of death it. yet. Yeah. But, um, and then. And Prince did the soundtrack. Yes. And we have that. Well, we, my parents had that. Now I have mm-hmm. it. It's in, it's in my collection. But, um, yeah. it, it, that movie and the animated series were kind of connected to that because Danny Elfman did mm-hmm. the score for it. Um, and they had the same aesthetic as far as it being dark. Um, right. It's just now, of course, you know, a kid's cartoon. But it, but it was a it was a cartoon, so it was aimed at kids simply because it was a cartoon. The way it was written, right. the way the story uh, played out, the way that it was framed, it was totally for adults. So the uh, the audience may have been kids but it was targeted towards um adults so much so that it became for a minute it had like prime time uh status i remember watching it with my mom um like sunday night eight o'clock was like a new batman episode mm-hmm. and this is you know that that normally doesn't didn't happen um so that one in particular definitely shaped my childhood definitely fed into my love for comic books and and then it wasn't or my love for for animation and and superheroes but it wasn't just um that one for me and most 90s kids it's batman the animated series x-men the animated series and spider-man the animated series um also captain planet and rugrats doug uh, Ren and Stimpy, mm-hmm. you mentioned oh, um, all yeah. of those shows. Watching them as an adult, all of those shows make different commentaries mm-hmm. um, on um, on real world topics, and it's just, it's interesting to see um, having. I don't want to say this, having the kind of mindset that mm-hmm. millennials have. Is like because we're influenced by those cartoons. It's interesting right. to see, like, like we talk about global warming, or now it's called climate change, but they talked about that in the '90s <laughs> with Captain Planet and yeah. Rocco's Modern Life. There's an episode where Rocco, Rocco talks with um, their personification of death, and they have a whole thing about global warming and carbon emissions. And this is 1995, '96. They Captain Planet, of course, um, would tackle, quote unquote, you know, special subjects or special topics. So it talked about racism. It talked about uh, gang violence um, and drugs, um, especially as a kid watching this. um, I don't really know if cartoons really do that 
now. I don't think I don't they either. do, but again, I don't. I don't, I don't really watch cartoons. cartoons yeah. yeah, I don't um, know what they have now. And they don't do Saturday morning cartoons anymore either. Oh my god! That's the other thing too. Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, especially in the nineties. <laughs> Man, Saturday was was the best Saturday morning and Saturday night. Hey, you're talking to the original Saturday morning cartoons generation. Well, true, yes. yes <laughs> well, they, but mine it, was all Bugs Bunny and shit. Mm-hmm. Well, and that and, that came yeah. on Sunday for Super me. <laughs> yeah, but when I was a kid, that was Saturday morning cartoons. Mm-hmm. And then you just turned it off when I got to Johnny Quest. I liked Johnny Quest. Yeah, but I wasn't into drama. I wanted some fun. Oh, well, true. Well, the, yeah. And then, of course, Super Friends. And Super. Oh, that. gosh. But, yes. It's, but ugh. definitely. Anyway, yeah. Back to what you were saying. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, just um, those X-Men for crying mm-hmm. out loud. I'm going to need all of the people who pretend not to understand what is currently happening, what has been happening. And mm-hmm. if you are a comic comics book fan or a superhero fan, um, cut it out with the bullshit of that's not my X-Men or that's not my, <laughs> my comic book or whatever. You understand mm-hmm. the X-Men through and through. You know what is going on in the world around you. Plain and simple. If you don't understand the concept of privilege, I have you look at the Morlocks and the X-Men. That's Mm -hmm, it. mm -hmm. That's what privilege is. The reason why the X-Men can walk through the world the way that they do, save for Beast because he's blue and Nightcrawler Mm -hmm. because he's also blue, is because they look human. They look, quote unquote, normal. The Morlocks don't. Their mutations have made them the things that go bump in the night visually. Mm-hmm. So they have to live in the sewer. It's the same thing. Yeah. The X-Men have the privilege to walk among the humans because they can hide it if they wanted to. That's what yeah. that is. X-Men was created to discuss racism by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. And I think there's another guy in there. I have to brush up on that. But that was the whole point of creating the X-Men. Granted, they're all white, but they were made by two white guys. Who cares? (laughs) That was the whole point. Uh, uh, What's his name? Charles Xavier is Stan Lee's stand-in for Martin Luther King. Magneto is his stand-in for Malcolm X. He said this in an interview. They want the same thing. They just differ on how to get it. That's how you have a debate, by the way, class. So what's that bullshit that you were talking about, about people who are like, not my X-Men? I have not heard about this. Well, when they change the characters, like if they quote-unquote race-bend a character. Oh, my if God. They, um, people like were doing was... that shit about Doctor Who. Yeah. Well, Making yeah. Making it a female. Yeah, well, it they've done that with, um, mm-hmm. uh, when, uh, what's that uh, shit? Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Um, in what was it, 2015? I think it was when Michael B. Jordan was cast as um, Johnny Storm, and people were like Johnny Storm's not black. Why are you doing this? Da da da. Not my Johnny Storm. Whatever, whatever, whatever. That's actually uh, current, also because they were thinking about making James Bond black. Exactly, and, and people were all kinds of butthurt about this. Mm-hmm. First of all, it's a fucking fictional character. Yeah. Get the fuck over it. That's the same thing with Santa then, Claus being black. 
Ooh. Mm-hmm. But, th- you know, they, there was that. There was also because back in oh, the late, well, mid-90s, mm-hmm. uh, Kenneth Branagh had done Much Ado About Nothing, which, which, by the way, if anybody likes Shakespeare and you like movies of, of Shakespeare's stuff, watch any Kenneth Branagh Shakespeare. They're perfect. Anyway, so Kenneth Branagh had done Much Ado About Nothing, and in it are a host of famous actors and actresses, a host of them. But one of the main, and it's about, you know, uh, I'm not going to talk about what it's about, but all the characters would be white, Italian. uh, But he, one of the main characters, Denzel Washington plays. And people were all kinds of like, why is Don John black? Mm -hmm. It's like, because he's a good actor and he, you know, Mm-hmm. Tested well. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, but the, but people that, people get upset about it if it doesn't stay exactly the way it was written, and that doesn't. Ugh. But the funny thing is, Othello is black. But if Othello mm-hmm. was played by a white guy, nobody would bat an eye. Probably not. Well, he was played by a white guy forever. Exactly. <laughs> well, like see, okay, if we're gonna be pissed off about Shakespeare, how come you got women playing women roles? They didn't back then. Little mm-hmm. boys played girl ro- roles back then because mm-hmm. women weren't allowed to be actors. Oh, my God. Don't, don't even get me started on this pissed off thing. Because I will just. <laughs> it's, it's just it's funny to hear people say that because it the reason why it's so frustrating is because it's contradictory. Yeah. Because those same people would then say it shouldn't matter what their color is; they should just be able to to do the to do the job and, they, and do the uh, uh, you know they should mm-hmm. play the part. Well, yeah, that's why he has the job or she has the job mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, stop this forced diversity. It's not forced. Forced it's, diversity? Yeah, that's right. It's not forced. They're like we're following. We're literally following your stop directions. Stop the forced not diversity. Right? Well, if you said <laughs> that whomever is quote unquote good enough to act or to do whatever the job is, whatever it is, mm-hmm. then that person should have it. Well, they do. That person just happens to be some shade of brown, a darker shade of brown than you are. That's all. Because white people, you are a shade of brown. You're a very light shade of brown. But this is why you tan when you go outside. Mm -hmm. So if your quote unquote logic is to say that the best person should do the job or get the job or what it may have you. And that person ends up being darker. How do you then turn around and say, well, they shouldn't have the jobs like somebody else should have it. Just asking for a friend, mm-hmm. your black friend, because you're not racist. Can you explain that for me? <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. This is what happens sorry, when you say beautiful. you are full of shit. <laughs> asking like, for your black friend. You know, because you're, you're not, not racist. racist. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> but you don't have any. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, the one I'm that sorry, they can the one that they hilarious. can tolerate. Like it it just it, those kinds of things. The one that they march around. Yeah, but the one Put that a you pop- on my black friend. Yes, or 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 the one that they adopted. Because remember, you know, you got to save the baby. So you know, it's not that I'm not racist because I have black friends. Now, it's, well, I have a minority. I have a minority son. Really? Hmm. Interesting. I call my son James, but you know, yeah, I don't call him my minority. It's a minority son, nonetheless, I suppose. But. <laughs> All of that is to say with <laughs> stories like or comic books or properties like mm. the X-Men or Spider-Man or Batman or Black Panther or whatever, they explain all of these things. Now, granted, we could argue the effectiveness of it or mm-hmm. 
you know, the levels of which they do is some do it better than others. Sure. That's a whole separate conversation. But if you get the X-Men or got into the the Mm X-Men, for example, just because that's the whole point of the X-Men. Now, yes, it branched out into uh, LGBTQ uh, rights and representation, but honestly, it's the same thing because you can hide being gay if you wanted to. You can hide it. You can. Yes. People don't. I don't. I don't um, suggest that you do. But I'm just saying you could if you wanted to. Right. That was the whole point. Right. If you were. Uh, the whole point of the X-Men is that you are born different, quote unquote different, and you are hated and feared simply because you are born different and people fear what they don't understand. That's it. Yeah. That's it. It's a pretty basic message. Right? And yet somehow people are like, oh, that's not my X-Men or that's not my Johnny Storm or that's not, that's not what you do in comic books or whatever. Stop it. (laughs) exactly stop Stop. it first of all it's not yours it's everybody's yes and how you perceive it you can perceive it however you want then shut out the rest of it just go back Mm -hmm. to reading the old stuff if you want if that's what you have to do to get yourself through the night but it was always there and cartoons in the 90s definitely like hammered that hammered that point home because you have because the media in the 90s are created by um generation xers you know now i'm a quote unquote well i was generation y then they changed it to millennial but whatever um, I guess they didn't want you to be like, I'm Generation Y. What? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It'd be a question. Yeah, well, you just I'll... walk around with a genera- you know, generation question mark. Which what? actually is pretty accurate because the whole yeah. time in the 90s, yeah. it's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> well, I do, I do want to uh, talk about one other, uh, I guess it, it would be children's, but I enjoyed it. And that is Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? Loved that show. Yeah, I loved that show too. That show was so much fun. It was really mm-hmm. fun. But um, I do want to say something about variety shows because there were two besides Saturday Night Live because that one actually isn't a 90s. It started in the 70s. Again, really old now. Um, <laughs> but I do want to talk about two, um, two variety shows that were out. Uh, one was Mad TV. But the other mm-hmm. one was definitely extremely diverse, uh, and that would be In Living Color. Oh, yeah. And that one was hilarious. <laughs> you're, 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 you're welcome, people, for Jim... For, for, yeah, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. All the of Wayans the Wayans brothers. brothers <laughs> and sisters. Kim was on there. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And you're welcome for J-Lo, because she yep. was a fly girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kim Coles was she was on there for one season. Yep. Um, oh, yeah, she she moved over to uh, Living Single, which is also I love um, that show too. Gosh, I have that. I that's on. Show. That's yeah. I wrote that one down too to remind us that one and Martin. I loved mm-hmm. Martin also. <laughs> Martin cracked me up with with <laughs> <laughs> was one of my favorite characters, and Shanae was at the salon she worked at, and she was like doing this lady's toes, and she had like a belt sander, not a belt sander, but she had like a orbital sander to try to sand <laughs> these women's toenails. God damn, that was funny. But I liked I liked uh, uh, Living Single. That was a good one too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think those two variety shows, uh, it was really nice because they were alternatives and they were earlier in the evening than 
uh, Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. Because yeah. that's, okay, that's, you know, where you and I met, that's when I was living in Michigan and not Texas. And so everything in Michigan is an hour later. So, like, mm. it's just really late. <laughs> really late there. Here it comes on at 1030 at night. In Michigan it comes on at 1130. I'm talking about Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. But Mad TV and In Living Color were not late night shows. In Living Color actually started before I went to Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I watched it predominantly there. Uh, but definitely Mad TV, which I love Mad TV and the Stewart character. Stewart? I loved. Stewart? Um, De- um, oh, shoot. Damn it. Deborah Morgan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Deborah? Yes. Mm-hmm. She, her Whitney, Oprah. Um, oh gosh and and Aerie Spears her and Aerie Spears when they got together I was always on the floor just just rolling they were oh my gosh they were crazy I love them Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and um, Mo Collins Mm -hmm. as uh, Irene (laughs) Mo Collins (laughs) I loved her so much and then she was on uh, Absolutely Fabulous which I'm a I'm an absolutely fabulous junkie. It's a British comedy. Okay. And that was she was on there. I just it's it just a crossover. <laughs> okay. Crying okay. Gosh. Um, um Alando Jones was on there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um and I didn't realize because by the time I started watching Mad T V Was he the um, wasn't he the one that did the like the UPS driver? The spastic UPS driver? I hey, hey. I think hey, hey. so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I have to go back because yeah. Um, by the time I came to Mad TV, it was Aerie Spears, Mo Collins, mm-hmm. Deborah Morgan. Uh, I forget Stewart's uh, real name. I I forget him, yeah, but him I and, forget his too. and Miss yeah, Miss Swan. Miss um, Swan. <gasps> yeah. Gosh, Miss yeah. Swan. It, it You're probably welcome, would not. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Probably wouldn't go over too well today, but in the 1990s. I don't know. I don't know. It's hit or miss. So funny. She's at a bar. Miss Swan's at a bar, and she like she's she's sitting on a bar stool, and then she gets off the bar stool, and she's the same height. (laughs) She's like, oh, on the bar stool, off the bar stool. Oh, he look like a man. (laughs) Right. So anytime anybody ever says, so so, what did he look like? Uh, he looked like a man. Well, and that if I had... if I ever get asked that to be a witness or something, it's gonna be hard to, <laughs> to say. Oh, he looked like a man. <laughs> well, they had Bobby Lee on there too, and Will Sasso. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And so I think with '90s comedy, and again, this is Generation X. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because millennials My weren't. Yeah, so Generation X, they were, they were again having these these conversations. <laughs> Um, pretty much the same conversations we're having today. They just didn't have Twitter, mm-hmm. you know, 25, 30 years ago. Right. And they're trying yeah. to figure it out. And I think, oh, excuse me, voice crack. I think <laughs> that's part of the disconnect or the miscommunication when we have these conversations now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing when they were having the conversations, that generational gap. Because yeah. you see what goes on around you. You can't miss it. And you want to discuss it, but there's this, mm, how do I say, this this air 
well this this air about it that causes the friction for when you have the conversation because when generation x was was doing when they were talking about racism and making fun of it because it is ridiculous on shows like mad tv they did the same thing in the in the early 80s with uh saturday night live because you have the sketch with chevy chase and richard Pryor. oh my god yes oh my god which you just kind of go, oh my god! Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> or, it- or, or I have to point this out too. Or on uh, Sanford and Son, Red Fox is like mm-hmm. in a courtroom, and he has that whole spiel, and the N word is thrown around constantly mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. that episode. Mm-hmm. And it's like, holy crap! <laughs> and then you, <laughs> you have know, like, but, but those but- are con- those were conversation starters. You know, yes. that was like, you know, you, you point out the fact, yeah, <laughs> with Richard mm-hmm. Pryor and Chevy Chase. Right. You know, one, that Lauren Michaels is confident enough to be able to put this on network TV. Granted, mm-hmm. late, but still confident enough to put it on network TV. But people, the Xers, like me, watch that and mm-hmm. then bring it up later. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we should be able to... Because even the, the idea to push back on it is to say, like, hey, if you're having this conversation, mm-hmm. um, you know, you need to do it more constructively or or maybe you shouldn't tackle this portion of the conversation. But that gets again, that's that friction because that gets misinterpreted right. as you shouldn't be having the conversation. Now, right. granted, there are some people who don't have the range to have that conversation. So, yes, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be doing it. And then <laughs> there are others where it's like they can they can only have maybe a piece of that conversation. Like, again, mm-hmm. they don't have the range to necessarily go into all of the minutiae, all of the layers of what may have you. And then, of right. course, that leads into people who are um, exploiting it, you know, for their own gain or what may have you, which you you have a myriad of, those, of examples um, of people who do that now. So, like, it's the same thing. It goes in cycles like it's not yeah. um, a one and done thing like, well, that was the 60s. So now we're done. Or that was the 90s. So now we're done. It's like, no, it's the same thing. It's just the only difference now is it's your present. And right. right now you have Twitter and social media. So all of this is happening. Parlor. Yeah, rapidly. Yeah. Like in 1995, you didn't have that. You still had the mm-hmm. same vitriol. You just didn't have it in the palm of your hand in five seconds. That's right. it. Yeah. You couldn't put that. You couldn't put it wherever you wanted to. Mm-hmm. You couldn't scream it out there and anonymously. Yeah. Right. You can all put that, that crap out there. And mm-hmm. oh, Saturday Night Live did a skit on that too. Where they were, <laughs> they remember they were on stage and they're like, "So such and such, you said, hey, go kill yourself." And then they they like confront the person that that um, like they have oh. these people on stage who uh-huh. had you know been trolls on the internet, and then oh. the person that they were trolling gets uh-huh. to confront them. And then of course because they're internet trolls, they like shrink back. Oh, I didn't really mean that. I was mm-hmm. just joking. You know, mm-hmm. go kill yourself. I was just joking. And yeah. it's like, that's really kind of how it is. It's, you know, people are able to say all that shit, you mm-hmm. know. But that's definitely a topic for another time is social media. Oh, and yeah. how it's helped and hurt at the same time. Oh, know? all of it does. It's, uh, it's always a double-edged mm-hmm. sword. Yeah. It's, well, that's it's because all we're the humans. Same thing. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's the same thing. It's, it's power. Yeah. All of it is power. Yes. How do, and oh, how God, do you yes. use it? How yeah, do you right. use it? That's... that's Everything class, if anything you learn in life, the main lesson is to know that any and everything is all predicated on power. Power. 
Power, power, power. That's right. Who doesn't? And what's your relationship to it? That's it. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Mm. You're you're right. All of life is like that. And Mm. it's been like that mostly Uh, for all of human existence, especially humans like us. Mm. Definitely since the rise of patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Well, that, I say that. Part I say of... that with as much distaste as I possibly can. Patriarchy, yeah. but that's Ugh. part of white supremacy. It's mm. all connected, and not just white supremacy, though, because there's patriarchy in other places that it like, is. started before yes. that whole thing. Well, yeah, because it's it's patriarchy is everywhere. True, but that that comes down to again power. Mm-hmm. You know, men versus women, and that's where it starts before it even becomes a racial thing. Mm-hmm. Is it, it starts with men and women, and who mm-hmm. has the power? Who should have the power? Why should they have the power? And who can bitch slap another one to get the power? Yes, but we will continue that on another episode of this podcast. Um, <laughs> right, exactly, because we're we're over an hour again as usual. Again, yes. people, we will never be under an hour. No. If we are ever under an hour, we both have COVID. because if we're both feeling good on a saturday night this is gonna when we do this it's gonna i do okay so i'm gonna talk about one last show actually oh gosh darn it a few i'll talk about just two okay i'll do two more shows you do two more shows how's that okay okay so the first one i want to talk about they're both very brief for me. One is Highlander. Yes! Uh, and I loved that TV. That's actually uh, what introduced me to the whole Highlander myth- you know, mythology. Um, Doug, my husband, was much more into that. But uh, when the, move- the first movie came out, not the second. I've been told the second one is ridiculous and doesn't have anything to do with any of the others. So don't watch the second one. But the first <laughs> one, I've watched and it is good. But... You know, I got introduced to it with the TV show. And, you know, I became uh, pretty, you know, a pretty regular viewer of it. Um, uh, and so that, that one I thought was, was really, I don't know, you know, taking something from, from like the late 80s and stuff and continuing it with a TV show. I did notice the 90s was all about take, making TV shows out of movies. And mm-hmm. most of them didn't work. <laughs> but... The other TV show I want to mention is a TV show that actually got me, that that helped me through the first couple years that I lived in Michigan. I moved to Michigan, I believe it was 1991 or 90, the beginning of 92, and I was culture shocked because I moved from Dallas, Texas to Flint, Michigan. Yep, you heard me say it. (laughs) I'm not ashamed about Flint, don't get me wrong, because I had some of the best times teaching ever in Flint. Uh... But it's a culture shock going for, and, and Byron, you can probably attest to that because you went from Flint to Dallas. <laughs> yeah. And that it is a culture shock, meaning I went from contemporary on top of it, Dallas, to, oh my God, I'm now in the TV show All in the Family <laughs> in Flint, Michigan. <laughs> That's what it felt like. It was like, if I, I'm, I'm like, in my, my grandfather was Archie Bunker. I loved my grandfather, don't get me wrong, but yeah different generation for sure Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, but it was a culture shock so this tv show um kind of got me through the first year or two and that was northern exposure it was about a jewish doctor who moved to sicily alaska (laughs) 
There's and a so Sicily, some of the, Alaska? Yeah, there is. Well, I don't know if there is. Well, I guess in the show, but town. okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Corbin, what's his name? Uh, he was the guy in My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Corbin mm, something or other. That. Anyway, he was on the show. He played a DJ on the show. Uh, and it's, you know, it's a culture shock for this, you know, young uh, doctor going from New York City to uh, Sicily, Alaska, which is more of a rural Alaska town. I mean, it's not like you know, it's not like Anchorage or uh, you know Juneau or any of that kind of stuff. It's it's you know, they have a bush pilot, <laughs> so that tells you. Um, Dana Delaney, no, that wasn't her. It was somebody else. Never mind. Okay. Dana Delaney was a different show. She was on China Beach, and that was 80s. But anyway, um, I get these two women confused. But anyway, uh, it it because of his culture shock, and I know Alaska and Michigan are not that much alike, but they're they're more similar than you might think for somebody who who was not used to the first winter <laughs> she spent in Michigan and was very um, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe people didn't just, you know, hibernate because how do you drive on that? You know, that's some, that's some, yeah. So <laughs> that's an extreme sport. It, 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 yeah. And so that, that I just had to kind of do a shout out to that show because it was in the early nineties and uh, it, it did, it got me through, it got me through some, the first, especially the first six months uh, oh. I lived in, in Michigan. Okay. So what are your two, what are your two okay. shout outs for sure? Wow, um, well, it's I, hard, I, isn't it? It is. Well, obviously, I already put it out there, but again, Batman, X Men, and mm-hmm. Spider Man were my mm-hmm. were the the core of my childhood, with, along with yeah. Rugrats. But, yeah. um, gosh, um, okay, Tiny right. Tunes. I love oh, yeah. Tiny yeah, Tunes. Yeah, yeah, Tiny Tunes. Yeah, love Tiny Tunes. It will never ever <laughs> nothing will ever replace it. I heard they're they're bringing it back. They're like redoing it awesome. and the Animaniacs. Yeah. I'm yeah. nervous. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, cross our fingers because I don't want them to ruin Animaniacs, especially. Seriously, because they um, were they were amazing. Animaniacs right. was pretty fucking funny, right? <laughs> um, so that's that that one. I guess that that whole like WB mm-hmm, Fox mm-hmm, Kids. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Lineup of of TV shows. Um, so there's Blue's that. Clues. You know, I did not get into Blue's Clues, but I did yeah, I mean, like. I it. I'm gonna have to shout this one out. This is for everyone uh, who is a '90s kid. <laughs> you know this one. Gullah Gullah Island was. The oh shit. hell yeah! Yes. 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 Liz and I watched that when she was little. She might not remember it because she was pretty little, but I I watched it. Oh my gosh. I love Gullah Island. Yes. Love Gullah. And apparently they're actually married. They were actually married. Really? They weren't just oh, cool. well, I mean they were yeah. actors, but they they weren't just yeah. playing husband and wife. They actually were married. Um, awesome. And I love like the two that are on Sesame Street. They were married. Gordon and and what's her name? I can't remember. Oh, really? See, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. It it just every time it came on in in um in the opening theme song, you just you mm-hmm. just hear come and let's play together in Bright shiny weather. Let's yes. all go to Gullah Gullah Island. And I still don't know what a what a binya binya polywog is. But you know what? <laughs> I want I, I wanted one. <laughs> yes, yeah. I watch. I watched that. Yes, I liked. I <sighs> I 
don't know. I know I'm missing a whole bunch. Oh, there there are a ton. For mm-hmm. me, it was Fox Kids, all the Fox Kids cartoons mm-hmm. that that had Batman, X Men, Spider Man, um, uh, Bonkers, Tiny Toons, Darkwing Duck, right, right. all of that. Then oh, there Darkwing was, Duck! Hell yeah! Yes, I like Darkwing Duck. Um, and there's uh, also uh, let's see, Wishbone. Yes. Wishbone. Wishbone is the reason why I had those Jack Russell Terriers. Yes. Because my ex was like, oh, I want to get Liz. Well, she she was Joy back then, but I want to get her a dog like Wishbone. She's going to have a dog like Wishbone. And I'm like, oh. Loved I liked the TV show, but didn't want the dog. (laughs) Eddie and Frazier. Yeah. um, But I liked um, liked the TV show, yes. Well, that one, um, of course, I'm... this might be a two-part episode, and that's fine. But then there's <laughs> Snick, Snick, and TGIF. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. TGIF on Friday nights with Family yep. Matters, Step by oh, Step, yeah. Boy Meets oh, World. Yeah. yeah, let's make this a two-parter. Yes. So we will continue this conversation and, and email in the TV shows that uh, you watched. Yes, Most please. of them will probably yes. be on this list because um, there was. <laughs> That was Friday night. Um, uh, Sabrina mm-hmm. the Teenage Witch. Did I say that? That was and, and Clueless. Apparently had a. Yes. I watched Clueless for I, for a I minute. I didn't watch that because I didn't want it to ruin the movie for me. Which uh, obviously we're gonna have to add that to our mm-hmm. stuff list. Also, our '90s movies, '80s movies, mm-hmm. uh, '2000s movies. I mean, we we need yeah. to start adding some stuff to the stuff. But. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I did, I missed the movie, but I I liked mm-hmm. the show. I love the movie. It is so terrible, but it's so wonderful at the same time. It really well. If you like Paul Rudd, you got to watch Clueless. Everybody loves and Paul Rudd. It, it's and and if you like Donald Fraser, is it Faison? Sorry, Donald Faison. Yeah, you got to watch oh, him because yes. he's very young. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and um, I, I love him because, of course, I'm a big Scrubs fan. So we're gonna right. have to do two thousands TV shows. Also. Yes. Um. And so that was Friday night. Saturday mm-hmm. night for me it was Snick. So there was, yeah. of course, quintessential 90s for mm-hmm. 90s kids is, mm-hmm. well, a few. Um, all That, which was our mm-hmm. version oh, of yeah, Saturday Night yeah, Live. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got that on my list, too. Yes. But before all that, there was The Roundhouse. Mm, I don't I remember don't that one. That one was fun. Roundhouse was fun. Um, Roundhouse ended one. in 95, I believe, mm-hmm. because then All That came on right after all okay, that took yep. its place. Now, see, all that I watched. Mm-hmm. Because then, of course, with all Ke- that, they Kenan gave us Keenan and Kel. Yep. Mm-hmm, and then Keenan mm-hmm. and Kel had a show, and Coolio was all popular, and all oh, here it goes. So, yes. <laughs> um, Ren and Stimpy was part of SNCC. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I, I would be remiss if I did not mention, or mention, I have to put it on the pedestal for, ki- for 90s kids, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, yes. I remember those. Yeah. Yes. I remember those. Goosebumps, of course, came a little bit later. Um, And Goosebumps was, Goosebumps was like the daytime Are You Afraid of the Dark? It wasn't as scary Mm -hmm. as Are You Afraid Mm -hmm. of the Dark? And of course, as an adult, you're like, it's not really scary. But as a kid, it's like, this show is amazing. Did you watch Boy Meets World? Yes. Okay. Yes. wasn't Wasn't that a Thursday night thing? Or was that a Friday night thing? It was... I remember watching on Fridays. Yeah, it was for me. I remember watching it on uh, TGIF. Mm -hmm. um, That's it. Yeah. Because it used. I I don't remember exactly. It might have 
taking the place of Full House because I remember Full House was like part of like Full House step by step. Full House didn't start till much much later though. Step by Step was ninety one to ninety eight. Full House didn't start till like almost ninety nine. Full House. It wasn't, yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was a late it was a late one. No, because um Ashley Dawson and them they were they were kids. That was early nineties. Was it early? Oh yeah. Yeah, it, I, maybe late. It, it wasn't the late eighties. I swear. Well, like, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. My bad. Yeah. My bad. You are correct. It actually started in eighty seven. That's what I thought. It was like the end of the eighties, early nineties. Yeah, <laughs> that because, was an eight eight year show. God. Yeah. Well, because um, you know. Oh, Ashley, we're gonna talk about that one next week when we do the second part of this. Because I got some things to say about that show. <laughs> so let me write that down so I can remind myself. Because. Okay, I'll give a pre. I'll just I'll give a preview here about the shit I'm gonna talk about because I taught psychology, uh-huh. and we were talking about parenting styles, and I showed an episode of that. Ooh, I'm gonna save it till next week <laughs> about how that went over <laughs> in my class with my Zoomers. Yeah, because I teach Zoomers, right? <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to even tell. I'm not going to even talk about it now because I'm okay. going to save it. That there'll be the cliffhanger for next week. <laughs> hey, right, awesome. All right. Yeah. So let's what? go ahead and put a pin in this now, then, because we're yes. at an hour and fifteen minutes. Yes. And yes, we will finish this next week. I'm I'm perfectly fine with doing a, a second, you know, a second uh, part of this because, you know, I do I do want to talk a little bit more, maybe in depth about some of these because I'd like we there's some we didn't mention like Third Rock from the Sun. Mm-hmm. That one, that one was in the '90s as well. Drew Carey, also yeah. in the '90s. Um, if we want to branch across the pond, Mr. Bean was in the oh. 1990s with uh, one of my favorites of all time. If I could meet this guy, I would cry and wet my pants. And that's Rowan Atkinson. Talk about <laughs> one of the most brilliant British comedians on the planet. We'll talk about him again later, and maybe we'll get to British comedy if you've ever watched it i don't know i've watched a little bit of it so um i can have somewhat of the conversation mm-hmm. but that's that's why we have this podcast it's, yeah, it's exactly. about learning as yes. well yes yes um, and you know i'd like to you know talk a, a little bit about like dinosaurs that that is yes i forgot about dinosaurs yes. i love dinosaurs and i want to talk about we got to talk about some like you know reality shows like uh Real this is world? when mtv becomes not mtv Mm-hmm. So you know, and we got to talk about the number one shit show of all time on TV. Well, besides The Apprentice, <laughs> did oh, what, I say Springer? that? Yes. Did, did, you hear, did, did you hear me just diss some Trump stuff there? But, Sorry. True, but yes, I said Jerry The Apprentice, Springer but is... Jerry Springer. We have Ugh. to talk about Jerry Springer. So yes, we are. Yes, we have to do it. And Maury, we have oh, to talk gosh. about Maury. Oh, we got okay. so we. So we got Jerry, we Maury, yep. Sally, mm-hmm. Ricky, yes. Jenny. Do you notice that all these shows end with like a with an E? A I'm Y. Just, yeah, right? Like an E-Y. Like they, they, yeah. If you need yes. to put it all together, it sounds like a Pity Pablo song. Oh, my God. Like Jerry and Sally yes. and Ricky. Like, yes. why? Maury. Because we why? didn't even touch on Johnny Bravo or Dexter's Laboratory. Dexter's so we'll, Laboratory. Yes. So we will put a pin in this. Yes. Okay. We'll put a pin in this and we will talk about this next week. So how should we wrap this up? It's one hour and 17 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank so, you guys for listening. Yes. Um, joining the conversation. We 
took some detours, but we always end up uh, always. back where we started. That's the off kilter. Yes, <laughs> that's the no off kilter. That's we the fun cuss, part. motherfucker. We cuss. Yeah, and that's right. Yes, we do. I, that's I my favorite word. I have to motherfucker because you know I think Samuel Jackson owns that or gets paid every time he, he says does. it, and I'm broke. So. <laughs> You know. Here's a shout out to Samuel Jackson. He is one of my, seriously, one of my heroes because of that word. Yes. If if I was to ever meet Samuel Jackson, that'll be the only thing I say is, shh, say the word. <laughs> Just say it. Say it. Tell me to go the fuck asleep, too, because of that book that he's yes. got. Tell me. <laughs> Please I, call me a motherfucker. Please, please, well, please. Well, he might be. Well, be careful what you wish. He'd be like, motherfucker, get away from me. Like that. I know. Done. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I'd be like running around going, ah, 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 Samuel Jackson, call me a motherfucker. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, seriously. As, <laughs> well, as always, or, or mm-hmm. as it will be. Um, mm-hmm. Email in your questions at offkilternilfilter at yahoo.com. Um, yes. Please uh, give us please. Uh, <laughs> subjects. Um, your commentary, con- constructive criticism is welcome. But if you want to be a troll, you can catch these hands and try me. That's right. I'm about that life. Yeah, um, that's right. <laughs> yeah. We got your email address. And it's, hey. it's on now. <laughs> and yeah. Spam the is... fuck out of you. Shit. <laughs> So this is our podcast. We are glad mm-hmm. that you came and yes. uh, enjoyed the I conversation plug with some us. Stuff. Uh, yeah, plug so I'm going to let stuff. Tammy plug uh, things because she's a better uh, salesperson <laughs> than I am. So. Well, all right. So the first thing I want to plug <laughs> is the uh, music at the beginning and the end of the podcast. The song at the beginning is called Roadblocks uh, by Byron Alexander. Yes. And yeah, the, I've heard the of that guy. Song at the, yeah, me too. I think I've heard of him. And the song at the end of the podcast, uh, oh, why did I lose my mind? It's Square One, <laughs> off the album Square One, <laughs> by Byron Alexander. And you can find that on Amazon, Spotify, any place that you can basically buy a CD or listen to music. Mm-hmm. Um, also, got to plug my myself here. That sounds dirty, but... <laughs> <laughs> Got to plug my... <laughs> all right, let me say this a different way. Uh, and yeah, all this is getting left in, so you will be hearing this. So um, uh, I'm going to plug my own other podcast, <laughs> which is called Women Committing Crimes. Uh, and you can find that everywhere, including iHeartRadio. Thank you, iHeartRadio. You can find it on Anchor and Spotify and basically everywhere you can find this podcast. You can find that one, Apple Podcasts, too. Um, also, if you like uh, to make lists and you like podcasts about lists, um, check out uh, This Is Why You're Wrong with Steve Everett, John DeBruin, and Alex Alcantar, where they make lists, argue about their lists, about whose is better than the others. Although there's not much argument, but <laughs> it's a fun, it's a, it's a fun uh, podcast just like this one. So I awesome. think that's, did I miss anything? I don't think I did. No. But yes, please email us. I'm going to say the email one more time because mm-hmm. nobody's emailing and I really need it. So <laughs> off kilter, no filter, all one word, no spaces, nothing, no caps, just off kilter, no filter at yahoo.com. All right. We look forward to hearing from you guys. Yes. So and please, we are. We are. are. <laughs> um, 
I suppose for the moment that I am cognizant, I will be Byron Alexander. (laughs) (laughs) And I am Tammy Chase. Y'all have a a good day, night, whatever, whenever you're listening. Stay safe, stay sane as best as you can. And we will continue the conversation next time. 